0: helps you to understand and experience the depth of God's love for you and the entire world. Thanks for listening.:
1: The Holy Gospel, according to St Luke chapter 12 verses 32 through 40. Glory to you, o Lord. Jesus said, "Do not be afraid, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give alms. Make purses for yourselves that do not wear out, an unfailing treasure in heaven, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Be dressed, and, and be dressed for action and have your lamps lit. Be like those who are waiting for their master to return from the wedding, wedding banquet, so that they may open the door for him as soon as he comes and not. Blessed are those slaves whom the master finds alert when he comes. Truly I tell you, he will fasten his belt and have them sit down to eat, and he will come and serve them. If he comes during the middle of the night or near dawn and finds them so, blessed are those slaves. But know this, if the owner of the house had had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. Our passage this morning starts off right with the words of Jesus. In parentheses, Jesus said, and I believe that is there because it's a continuation of a conversation. Um, We want you to know who is speaking. Jesus is speaking, and this isn't the first words that he has said, but as I said, the passage we have is in the middle. So it doesn't just begin with, Do not be afraid, little flock. Jesus has said a couple paragraphs worth of stuff beforehand. And it always helps to know what is going on beforehand to help us understand more about what we are reading or what is going on. And so this conversation that we're in the middle of, that we come into the middle of, started at the beginning of uh, Luke 12 that we heard last week in which Jesus talks about uh, it tells a parable of a rich man. And if you remember, well, if you were here last week, the rich man, he had his barns built up, and then he had more stuff. So he decided to sell all his possessions, right? Because his barns weren't big enough? No, what did he decide to do instead? Build bigger barns. Build bigger barns. And after he built his bigger barns, he said, now I'm going to eat, drink, and be merry everything is all taken care of, pretty much, right? And so that begins this conversation. Now, it doesn't go right from that to this. There's actually a segment of the conversation that the people who put together the lectionary or the readings for church this morning omitted because it is very similar, almost the exact same thing, of what we find in Matthew. And during the lectionary year of Matthew, we'll get that reading then. And so as opposed to maybe doubling up and hearing the same thing, it gets omitted as we go through the book of Luke. But I think it's very important. Because after we hear Jesus admonishing him, don't just build bigger barns, don't just eat, drink, and marry, but you have work to do. Jesus then goes on to say, but do not worry. For uh, I wrote it down to make sure I wouldn't forget it. Look at the birds of the year. They don't toil, right? But they have plenty to eat. Look at the lilies of the field. Are you not more beautiful than they? Not even Solomon in all of his glory was as beautiful as those birds or the lilies of the field, right? That comes from Matthew also in what's known as the Sermon on the Mount. So he's telling people, sell your possessions. Don't just store up. And if we sell, we worry, don't we? If I don't have anything, if I don't have new clothes to put on, if I can't keep up with the latest styles, then we wonder, who am I? And so Jesus continues on, don't worry, you're more beautiful than the clothes you put on. It's not just about how grand a meal you can put out on the table, but it's understanding maybe something as simple as as bread and water or the simple meal are the best meals. But Jesus says, do not worry. And then he goes into, do not be afraid. God wants to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions. Give alms. Purses that won't wear out. out, Treasure uh, that no moth can destroy. But before that he says, do not be afraid afraid i think these are important words we need to hear for today aren't they we seem to live in a time of fear fear is just so rampant and jesus says do not be afraid it's not on about accumulating but it's about doing what instead selling and giving giving alms, selling your possessions. It's not about how much can you gather, but instead because of what you've been fortunate enough to have, what can it do to make the world a bit more how God hopes it can be, knows it can be? And how do God's hopes and dreams become our hopes and dreams? How do they become a reality? I really like the first line, from the first reading that uh, Bonnie read for us. If you want to look at it, you can, on page 5 of your bulletin from Hebrews. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the convictions of things not seen. The assurance of things hoped for. I'm going to ask you a question, It's okay to give an answer. What do you hope for? What do you hope for? Good health. What else do you hope for? It could be personal, it could be you define where your hope lie. What do you hope for? Uh, family, to be safe. family to be safe. Peace. Peace. Justice. 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 Happiness. Happiness. Other hopes? Yeah, Judy. Uh-huh. Right? Assault, ban on assault weapons. We have hopes. We have hopes. Are you afraid that those hopes aren't going to be a reality? And because we're afraid, they're not going to be a reality. How do we behave? Right? You see that connection? We have hopes, but that's not going to happen. Therefore, I can't imagine it happening, so I better... Do something else. Faith, the insurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Our faith is rooted in a hope that is not quite tangible, is it? Our faith is rooted in hoping for something to become a reality that we're not quite there yet. We see glimpses, don't we? But we don't see the full fruition of it to come and then we lose faith in what can be that in the end even though we aren't there yet God wins but when we don't trust that God's going to win that in the end peace, love justice, mercy will rule out we act as if that can't be a reality in our world today So we have a mess of what's going on, don't we? There's way too much violence in the world, isn't there? Way too much anger in the world, isn't there? And I'm just talking about violence and anger from other people. I'm talking about in my own life (laughs) where I let that get the best of me. And I say things I shouldn't or in a voice that I shouldn't. (laughs) Nobody's ever done that, have they? And we can see that happen in other people also in leaders, whether it's leaders in our community, leaders in our world leaders in our country, leaders in right, we lose faith in what we hope for because we don't see it because it's not as tangible as what we would like (coughs) because we act out of fear we accumulate we border up we hunker down we a different narrative than what I think the narrative of God's story is maybe this is what we need to let go of what do we need to let go of in order to receive God's kingdom I know I can say I need to let go of a little bit of anger or jealousy <laughs> to understand what God's hope is for me for our life World, to let go of one thing so we can receive something else. This is the promises that Kelly and Matt sponsors that we're all going to be making this morning. That we're going to teach little Aurora about what hope in God looks like. God makes the promise. Our promise is to teach about it. (laughs) God makes the promise. Our promise as parents, as sponsors, as a congregation is to teach about that promise. So we're going to go through, right? Do you promise to? All of these things. It's so easy when we go through stuff just to, wrote, we recite it back, right? Listen to those words of what God's promise is and what our response to that promise is in return. And let's hope together we see that reality come to fruition in the world. Maybe it's just in glimpses right now, but knowing that in that glimpse, it is a hope of the life to come. Amen.
0: That's the sermon for this week. We hope from it you learned a bit more about God's love for you and the world. Please subscribe and rate our podcast to help us be found by and reach more people. Thanks for listening, and don't forget, you are loved.